This is Tuesday, December 14th, and yesterday we began looking at how Jesus brings us peace. Now, it's really remarkable how the message of peace fills the Christmas story. But often we don't stop to consider what that means or how Jesus brings peace. And that's one of the challenges of Christmas. We've heard the Christmas carols for so long that maybe they just don't register with us any longer. The hymns have created a nostalgia, fond memories of years past, and a longing for better days rooted in these memories. But the peace promised in Jesus, it's a real peace, concrete, as the announcement of the heavenly host to the shepherds promised. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. That's Luke 2.14. Now, maybe as you hear these words that they don't sound quite right. The King James Version translated the same verse, the message of the heavenly host, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. But the truth is they got the translation wrong. The New International Version, which I like, reads, On earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Do you hear the difference? This better reflects what the angelic host said. Yes, that favor is grace, the favor of God. In other words, peace comes to those that God gives grace to, his grace. Now, how is this the source of peace, you wonder? And what peace comes from God's favor? Well, first, this peace is not the cessation of hostilities between nations or even between people. It's first peace with God. Because of sin, we're hostile to God. That's how scripture explains our condition before we come to faith in Jesus. Romans 8, 7 says, The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. In other places, we're even called God's enemies. We are said to be far away from God and unwilling to draw near to God and unable to do so as well. This is why Jesus came into our world, to draw near to us, to make peace between us and God that we couldn't make on our own. You see, Jesus' mission is a peace mission, but not the peace we think. He came to make peace with God because all of our conflict comes from our enmity with God. This is why we do not experience inner peace, and also why we don't have peace with each other. So then how can we have peace with God? How can we experience the inner peace that will lead us to peace with each other? Here are the words of Zechariah explaining how his son John the Baptist will prepare the way for Jesus. Listen to what Jesus will do. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. That's Luke 1, verse 76 to 79. Yes, what 
Zechariah learns is that the rising sun will come from heaven to give light to those in darkness. Isn't that beautiful? Guiding our feet into the path of peace. We can't even find the path ourselves, much less guide our feet there. Now you may wonder, how is this going to happen? The knowledge of salvation is going to come through the forgiveness of sins. Yes, the way that Jesus makes peace is by taking that which has separated us from God himself, making possible the restoration of our life with God. He is our peacemaker, our waymaker. That is Jesus. Why has God done this? Well, it's, we're told it's because of the tender mercy of God. It's God's love for us. Yes, this is the favor that rests on us. It is when we receive this forgiveness and we're at peace with God that our fears no longer have a place. Our anxiety drains away. We find our hearts at peace. And it's our peace with God that makes possible the inner peace that we, we need that leads us to peace with each other. You know, that's how peace works. It works from the inside out. From the nature of our new relationship with God in Christ. It is as we abide in Christ, as we come to rest in Him and trust His grace and His goodness and the tender mercy of God, that we learn we're going to be okay. God cares for us. Julian of Norwich, a Christian of the 14th century, fell, fell very ill and was brought to death's door. As she did, she found that Jesus had come to be with her, and her fear and anxiety all melted away when the Lord said to her, All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. It's okay. God is for you. So who or what can stand against you? You, you do not even need to be afraid of death because you are secure in Christ. And this is the peace that can drive any fear, any conflict away. This, and this is Christmas. Now there's one final thing to notice about this promise of peace on earth. And that it is, yes, it's on earth. We don't receive this peace when we die in some moment in the future or in some other place. It is available right here and right now by faith in Jesus. As we trust in Jesus, our sins are forgiven. We are no longer enemies of God. God adopts us into his family. He calls us his own and he gives us a place that is secure forever. Talk about peace. All shall be well. All manner of things shall be wed well. Let's pray. Father in heaven, you created us for peace, and we know this. But we experience such anxiety and division. We know this comes from our hearts, from inside of us. Enable us to rest in your tender mercy, trusting that Jesus has come for us and has died for our sins. He's made peace in his blood that we might no longer live in fear or worry, that in knowing peace with you, we might come to know peace with each other. In the name of Jesus, amen.